Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Previously on transmissions from Colony One. Colony One, this is Connor. Oh, God. There's been an accident. We're at the wreckage of the Wasp doing our salvage mission. There was an accident. A, a thruster engine fell on Paul and crushed him. I, I tried to free Paul, but it was too heavy and he, he was already gone. And Alina, the, the fall killed her. They're both dead. This was no accident. David. David. You had her oh, killed. David, Come stop. on, boy. David, Tim, stop. I won't forget this, Tim. You dug your own grave. Mark my words. You are proposing that we launch a mutiny, Sam? Yes. They're putting their hopes of success into him. So how do we end this, you ask? Cut the head from the snake. We make an example of him. Publicly. What the... Yes. Vasily, look at this. We've got plants growing. We're growing plants on Mars. <laughs> I think Pete left with the others to the command center. He... No. Chloe? Sam, what are you doing? It's over, Nicole. It starts with me. It should end with me. I accept judgment and punishment for my crime. So be it. Vasily, what's going on? Connor? Tim? This is Paul Kirsch. Paul? Paul? Connor? Tim? I'm back. December 26, 2051. Tinopa, Nevada. MECTI headquarters. Six years earlier. How long are they going to be in there? I don't know. Must have been some emergency meeting or something in the last minute. Hey, it beats the 18-month isolation chamber. At least with that, there were things to do. Objectives to meet, people to talk to. What? You don't like me? We'd just like to get this over with so we can meet up with our crews at Jarvis Island. You're nervous about the landing? I've been through worse, you. We've gone through years and years of training with the Mekti folks finding any and every way possible to kill us. And we made it through. Still, nothing like the real thing. How do you think Andrew took the bad news? He wanted it just as much as the rest of us. And worked like hell to get to this point. He has every right to be disappointed in their decision. He's a good man, though. <laughs> when do you need him to be? How do you think Abby took the news? Abby will be fine. She's a great leader, strong and determined. But I think the final analysis lacked the level of mental toughness needed to make the hardest decisions. I see the same qualities in Andrew. Though Abby doesn't talk out of line. No whining with her. She sees the job at hand, she sees what needs to be done, and she does it. She knows the train doesn't stop, ever. Same with Nicole, same with Luke. 
The crew's performance and actions are reflective of their commander. Hey, don't discount my crew, though. They can be soft around the edges, sure. They may be a bit more prone to speak their minds than yours, but they're human. When it gets down to it, they do the job. And I wouldn't trade them for anything. Bruce? Anne? What's up? Hey, Sam. Hey, Sam. Good afternoon, Tim. What's going on in there? What, huh? What is going on in there? Oh, uh, I can't really... The mighty chairman wanted me to tell you they're ready for you now. Be seeing you around. Later, guys. Good luck. See ya. <sighs> Alright. Verdict is in. Tim, I wanted to say that if you are chosen, no hard feelings at all. You're a great leader and totally deserving. You and your entire crew. You're the perfect candidates to land first. Thank you, Sam. We certainly are. Andy's one. Tim, no, 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 why? What? Vasily, what's going on? Motherfucker. I knew it. I fucking knew it. What's going on? Connor, Tim, this is Paul Kirsch. Paul? Paul? Connor, Tim, I'm back. Sit tight. I'm coming for you. Paul's alive? It's Paul. Paul's alive? Indeed he is. You told me you finished the job. Mission accomplished, sir. Seamless. Finish the job? I, I'm sorry, sir. I, I didn't know he'd be able Lieutenant, to... Lieutenant, you go find Paul and you end this. God what? damn it. Yes, sir. Sorry, sir. Sam. Wait. What? What? Ha what is happening? Connor said it was an accident. I tried to kill Paul. Tim? It was all a lie. All a goddamn lie. You had a leader killed. Is this true, Tim? You did this? Of course the bastard did it, Sam. It was never an accident. Everyone stand down. I was... I was about to... Oh. Oh, Tim. What have you done? I said stand down! Now! Sam, Silly. we need to help Paul. He cannot take Connor alone. Right. Luke, Nicole, Pete, go after Connor. Stop him. You have to go now. I am in command here. You all do what I say. Sam. Vasily, arrest Sam and Kaya. Arrest them. Vasily, you do not have to follow him. He deceived you. He deceived all of us. Vasily, you do what I say. That's an order. Remember the oath you swore to me. Do what you feel you must, Vasily. Remember your oath. I remember it well, Tim. Vasily, think of what you're about to do next. Think of the consequences. This is a mutiny, soldier. It is, sir. Pete? It is. Pete? Where's Pete? Attention, everyone in Colony 1. This is Vasily Koskov. We are hereby relieving Team Comrade of his command, as well as Connor Nye. Repeat, we are relieving him of command. This is a mutiny. Repeat, this is a mutiny. Commander Flynn, I await your orders. I'm fine. I'm fine. I can get up. Tim, it's over. It's over, Tim. No. I'm away. Tim, where's he going? Chloe, get back to the medical bay. Sam, where's Pete? 
He's... he's going after Connor. No. No! Chloe, please! Please. Nada needs you to protect her. Go. On my way. You. For the good of the colony, Connor. For the good of the colony, I'm back. You ready, Paul? Come on, you piece of shit! You're a fool, Paul. You're a fool to think you could stop me. Stop this! That was a rib, Paul. We were so close. Connor, you're going to fail. So close. And you had to come back. Another rib. Maybe two. Let me know if it's getting too much for you. I can make it quick. You can break every bone in my body. But I'll still be here. Every bone, huh? Coming right up, sir. That's good. That's good, Paul. That's your knee. You might not walk again. Now, seal the deal. Everything you endured, all the people you disappointed, all the unkept promises you made back home. Are you proud, Paul? Are you proud that everything you've done, all you've left behind, led to this point? To this end? Do you think your suicidal drunk of a father would be proud to see you now? How do you know about yes. Paul Kirsch, I know about you. Make me spare no expense of putting every detail into everyone's files. I bothered to do my research. Do you think he'd be proud to see his son now? What about your bitch of a wife? Was, what, what was her name again? A bloody, whimpering mess. Are you content with this end, Paul? I hope you at least expected this as a possible outcome. No matter, sense. Hey, Connor! <clears throat> hey, zip tie his legs and arms. Guess I'll need a new helmet. Luke, help me get Paul to the medical bay. Pete, zip tie Connor to this pole here. Come on, Luke. Uh, that was quite a hit she gave me, wasn't it? Indeed. Though, she hit you with a helmet. This is with a fist. Uh, broke my fucking nose! Pete, get me to the medical bay. You broke my goddamn nose! Son of a bitch! Conrad has been relieved of command but he's at large somewhere in the corner. Lieutenant Connor 9 has been subdued. Tim, if you're hearing this, please stop. He's over. Lieutenant Conrad reporting. Officer Flynn, Officer Conrad. Sorry to keep you waiting. An urgent matter came up and needed to be addressed. No problem at all, sir. Yes, well, uh, better get on with it then. <clears throat> As you both probably suspect, this meeting here is to end the commander's candidacy program for both the MECT-1 and MECT-2 missions. And I suspect it's obvious that both of you have edged out the others. You've both been awarded the title of Mechti Mission Commanders. For that, you deserve the most heartfelt of congratulations from not only this Board of Administrators, but to everyone in the program. The Mars Exploration, Colonization and Terraformation Initiative has decided to bear the weight of everything it's worked for. All of the millions of combined hours and all of its innovations upon your shoulders. We chose the two of you to do this 
because we believe you can bear this burden better than any person alive. You two are not only mission commanders at this point, you have been chosen to be the leading spokesman of our race. You, like my son Pete, have made the extremely difficult decision to sacrifice everything, to advance our civilization into an interplanetary species. Where the line is drawn, however, is that you two shall be the ones leading the charge. You're the torchbearers. And the six of us here on this board of administrators could not be happier to leave the future of the human race in your hands. We thank you and congratulate you. Thank you, ladies, gentlemen. Thank, thank you. you for the kind words. Administrator Adam Gadling will now present to you our final assessments. Adam. Yes, Roland. Commander Flynn, please sit. Commander Conrad, remain standing. Yes, sir. <clears throat> Commanders Flynn and Conrad, the following is your final assessment of your candidacy for MECT Mission Command. We shall go in alphabetical order, beginning with Commander Tim Conrad. Commander Conrad, your history speaks for itself. You've endured and witnessed unspeakable horrors during combat operations in Sudan, watching many of your brothers fall in the line of duty. You lost your commanding officer while seeing your unit torn apart by the enemy, but you held your ground, took charge, and kept the remaining men alive. Later, in the Central African Republic, you were under harsher conditions, completely cut off from any possible support, outnumbered 20 to 1, facing mounting casualties and ever-increasing odds. Like Khartoum, your commander was also lost in the action. Your men, under your care, were stranded for weeks, surrounded by instant death on all sides. Commander Conrad, tell this board of administrators how many souls were lost from your units in both Khartoum and Bambari. 93, sir. Correct. And now tell this board how many were lost in both operations when the chain of command came down to you. Not a one, sir. Exactly, not a one. Under times of extreme duress and worsening conditions. You found a way to march through the hell of that jungle to a proper extraction point in Bangui. What you were able to accomplish, both in the CAR and the Sudan, cannot and shall not go unnoticed. Your exceptional sense of leadership and resilience to persevere is why you are here. You possess qualities for command that generals and admirals would only dream of. This is why you're here, Commander Conrad. I appreciate the sentiment, sir. As part of the protocol for this candidacy process, a quotation of recommendation was submitted by a single member of your crew, coming from Lieutenant Connor Nine, who served with you both in Khartoum and Bambari. Deborah Palmer, Terra Formation Administrator, will read the letter. Lieutenant Nye writes, Timothy Conrad is of the rarest breed. His inability to shake under pressure, to never lose focus, even when facing certain death, is a quality you only hear of in stories of fiction. Timothy Conrad was never the last man standing. He's always the first man standing. To serve under someone like this is beyond honor. The essence of this man's character, the unwavering determination that Timothy Conrad possesses, acts as a symbol of what humanity is and should always be. No matter what it takes, no matter how long or arduous the task, the job gets done on his watch, always to perfection. His profound determination to survive rubs off on everyone that serves under him, and those who he is charged to lead strive to emulate him, leading to complete devotion. As I've stated, it is beyond honor to serve under Timothy Conrad. I speak for the rest of my crew in saying that simply knowing Timothy Conrad is the greatest thing that will ever happen to us. It means we will accomplish the mission. 
It means we will survive. It means civilization is ensured. There is no better person to lead humanity's future than Timothy Conrad. How do you respond to that, Commander? I am very moved by Lieutenant Nye's words, sir. I appreciate his sentiment. It is an honor to know not only Connor, but the other 14 members of my crew. Thank you, Deborah. Now, Administrator Michelle Locke shall continue the assessment. Mrs. Locke? Commander Conrad, you are clearly an exceptionally gifted leader who is very qualified to the position in which you've been assigned. Yes, ma'am. You understand, then, that we must seek out any reasons for hesitation and pause while making our decision. No one is perfect. You do understand, yes? Of course, ma'am. Good. Now, in our assessment, I would like to read our findings to you. Expert problem solver, hands down orders that are followed without question, accomplishes every mission objective on time and with pinpoint efficiency. Would you agree with these assessments, Commander Conrad? No objections, Madam Administrator. Good. Now, accomplishes every mission objective on time and with pinpoint efficiency, though sometimes at the cost of crew's mental and physical capacities. Morale trends downward in your crew when faced with particularly difficult objectives. Shows occasional tendencies to disregard suggestions from fellow crew members when attempting to accomplish certain tasks. Reports of accidents and unfair treatment due to overworking. According to some crew members, you sometimes, and I quote, sit back and shout out orders to meet impossible objectives and unrealistic time windows without any consideration for his crew's physical and mental limitations, nor any personal involvement in the work at hand, end quote. There are other things listed here, but it's specific examples pointing to the issues I've brought up. The consensus here is that you are a highly efficient leader, but at times you risk important elements, such as the well-being of your crew, to meet mission objectives. Would you agree with these assessments, Commander Conrad? Yes, Madam Administrator. These accusations, these claims are sound. Thank you, Commander Conrad. You may be seated. Commander Samuel Flynn, please stand. Yes, sir. Administrator Gandling will begin your final assessment. Adam? Attention, this is Vasily. Tim Conrad is still at large in Colony 1. If you see him, please announce his location. Please be safe, Pete. Please be safe. Please be safe, Pete. For God's sakes, be safe. Tim? The mission's falling apart, Chloe. It, it, it's all falling apart. Vasily, he turned against us. Sam, Sam's launched a mutiny. We're losing control. What do you want, Tim? Why are you here? Chloe, we need to end this. This, this must all stop. You understand that we need order, yes? Commander, look at what you've done. This is order? What? What did you do to Nader, Tim? What did you do? What are you doing? Chloe? Attention! This is Chloe. Commander Conrad is in the medical bay. Repeat, Tim Conrad is in the medical bay. Why have you done all this? Acknowledge, Chloe. We're on our way. Chloe. You're with them. You're with them. Orlando. Jennifer. Alina. And what you've done to Nada. What happened to you? You're one of them. You were always against me, weren't you, Chloe? What are you talking about? 
Just stop. Why can't you just stop this? Scalpels. Where are your scalpels? Tim, whatever this is, it's over. Please stop this. No, please, Tim, no, please. Don't hurt me. Where are the goddamn scalpels? Fourth draw from the right. Please, Tim, stop. You need to stop. Please stop it. Why are you doing this? Chloe, the mission begins and ends with me. If I go, the mission goes. Alamo. Alamo. We are nearing the medical vapor. It will be all right. God damn it, if you laid a finger on Chloe. Tim. Tim, stop. Put down the scalpels and stop. It's over. <laughs> no, 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 no. Where's Connor? Where is he? What did you do to Chloe, Tim? Pete, stand back. Piss on that. It ends now. Come on, Pete. Pete, stay away from him. Tim, stop. Pete, no. Yeah. Tim? You dare stand in my way, Pete? You dare stop me? Don't fret. I'll make it quick for you. Get off him. Pete, are you all right? All right. Stop me! Why are you doing this? Look, you should have died in that capsule. Tim, stop! Leave us alone! Tim, it's it's over. Put the scalpels down. It's over. It's too far gone, Nicole. Too far gone. I don't know. Tim, Tim, Luke, I need you. Help me with Paul and Pete. Nicole, are you all feet? You okay? I have a scalpel stuck in me. What do you think? Where's Luke? Nicole, help me with Paul. Vasily, help Pete. Let's get him to the medical bay. Nicole, where's Luke? He's gone after Tim alone. No. No! Kaya! Kaya! Shit! Come on, let's get to the medical bay. Alamo. He said Alamo. Alamo? Alamo. Oh, fuck. Alamo. What? Vasily, he's... Fuck. He's going to the greenhouse. The greenhouse? Oh. Okay. I know what to do. Let's get to the medical bay now. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Burntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Commander Flynn, highly decorated pilot, serving both in Iran and Africa, leading fighter squadrons in both air-to-air operations and assisting in dozens of bombing raids during both conflicts. After combat, became an instructor at NAS Fallon for two years. Not a single blemish on your record. Took time away from the air for personal matters before flying for NASA and eventually MECD. Flight has been in not only your blood, but your entire family's. Yes, sir. We're a generation of pilots. Your born leader must be hereditary. I served with your father, Sam. I'm sure you knew. <laughs> Indeed, sir. The tales of Rob Flynn and Nathan Miller are still alive and well. <laughs> Isn't that a pity? Back to business, Commander Flynn. Yes, sir. Apologies, sir. We've found that you are not only a great leader, but one who pays attention to your crew. 
You capture the hearts and minds of those who serve under you. You get the job done efficiently every time. But above any objectives, the safety and well-being of the crew is your top priority. Your strength of character and compassion for your crew sets you apart from all the other candidates who are not sitting in this room today. We need a commander who not only meets objectives set for him or her, but takes care of his own. One of the central aims of MECTI, one of the facets of this program's success, is for these first inhabitants, the first pilgrims of humanity, to have solid physical and mental ground to stand on and build upon. You are in this room today because we know you provide this. Yes, sir. Thank you, sir. Deborah? <clears throat> As with Commander Conrad, a quotation of recommendation has been submitted by a single member of your crew. This quotation of recommendation was submitted by your second in command, Lieutenant Andrew Wood, just this morning. Lieutenant Wood writes, I do not believe that Sam Flynn is the right man for the job. He is a stubborn man, makes mistakes, and oftentimes lets his gut have the final say. He is overly confident in his own decisions and can change course at a moment's notice. How on earth he established such a legendary status so fast is beyond me. Compared to Tim Conrad's crew, for every mistake Tim's crew makes, we make six. He hesitates when he shouldn't, and he is bullheaded and stays the course when he should hear out other alternatives. I served with him during bombing raids in Iran and between the Middle East and currently within Mekti. I've never served under someone that's annoyed me more. I personally believe he is not the right man for the job. Hmm. Um, yes, sir. But with all of his boneheaded moves, with all of his screw-ups that get us in trouble, we always come out on top. Tim Conrad's crew may have a flawless record training for this mission, but from dealing with constant failures, Sam's leadership and guidance has made us battle-hardened. It's made us inventive in our problem-solving, made us depend on other people's suggestions, connecting all of us together. Sam looks out for us. He hears us out. We get into arguments, sometimes very heated, but his compassion for the 15 of us under his command has made us a family that can overcome anything. As I've stated, I do not believe he is the right man for the job, but I can make mistakes. He is an irritating, difficult man to work with, but there is absolutely no one else I would rather serve under. The new generation of humans to establish civilizations on Mars should represent the best and worst of humanity, because that's what we are. We're imperfect. I do not believe Sam Flynn is the perfect choice for this post, but because of that, because of his flaws, he is the man for the job. How do you respond to that, Commander? Uh, I, sir, Andrew and I, I don't know what to say. Thank you, Deborah. Administrator Locke shall continue the assessment. Michelle. Commander Flynn, you haven't had the most sparkling record in your training and simulations for MECD. Nowhere near your counterpart, Commander Conrad. Yes, ma'am. Dozens upon dozens of accidents. Looking at this, it's difficult to understand how you had such a pristine flight record before joining the program. Understood, ma'am. Your second-in-command is correct in his opinions, Commander. You seem to buy too much into your crew's personal feelings and opinions when you need to make the hard decisions. Compassion is your weakness, as Commander Conrad's overconfidence is his. Yes, ma'am. 
Then there was the episode that occurred two years ago during crew selection. <sighs> you had to have known that this was going to come up again at some point, Commander. Your now wife should not have been on this crew, or any other for that matter. She's failed every single flight and landing simulator, no matter how much you work to improve her skills. Off the record, I feel your marrying Tina was in part a manipulation of this board and its decisions. What you'd done was disgraceful. Personally, I pushed to have you expelled from Mekti. Yes, Madam Administrator. As did I, Commander. Blackmail. Administrator Yankova, let's keep this formal. Yes, Roland. Apologies. Your second in command is correct in his opinion, Sam. You are riddled with flaws. Something happened to you between leaving the Air Force and joining Mekti that made you sloppier. But it has also made you battle-hardened, and out of the failures, you and your crew have become something more elite than we expected. <sighs> Thank you, ma'am. Administrator Ross, my assessment's finished. Commander Flynn, remain standing. Commander Conrad, on your feet. Yes, sir. The Mekti Board of Administrators has reached a decision. It was a unanimous vote, 6-4, 0 against. Commander Conrad, step forward. Sir? You are an amazing leader, with a crew that will follow you to the depths of hell if you commanded them to. We're all very proud to name you Timothy Sanders Conrad, Commander of Mekti 2. Mekti 2, sir? Yes, Mekti 2. You accept? Sir, yes, sir. Gladly accept. Thank you, sir. Commander Flynn, step forward. Yes, sir. You can thank your second-in-command for convincing us to go with you, Sam. You listen to others. You adapt to changes as they arise. You work for your crew and put in as much effort as they are at all times. You're compassionate, yet stubborn. You excel, yet fail. You personify humanity. That is why you, Samuel Thomas Flynn, will be commander of Mekti-1. Yes, sir. You're going to be the first man to walk on Mars, Commander Flynn. How do you respond to this? I... I don't know. Thank you, sir. Thank you all. This concludes the hearing, gentlemen. You both have orders to rendezvous with your crews at the Jarvis Island Space Elevator and report to Space Station Hercules at 1900 hours on December 29th to begin prep for the Antarctic landing. Thank you both for your time. Make humanity proud. You're dismissed. Thank you, sir. Sir. Bunch of bleeding fucking hearts. Wow. That was unexpected. Indeed, Commander. Congratulations. Uh, Tim? Congratulations, Commander. You're the man for the job. Don't fuck this up, you hear me? If you do, I won't hesitate to. Congratulations. He's, he's completely lost. I've never seen him like this. What he did to Nada. I need to move before he does. Jesus, Paul. Pete? Pete? Oh my God, Paul. Pete! Chloe, clear some tables Pete. now. What the hell happened? Connor and Tim, that's what. Motherfucker stabbed me. Oh my god, Pete. Sam, you're going to have about 20, 30 seconds, tops. 
There's a wide margin for error. I know what it's like. It'll be enough. Chloe, you need to work on Pete. Nicole, stay here and assist with Paul. Sam, I'm coming with you. No, go get Connor and bring him here. What's going on? No. Sam. I'm sorry, Nita. It's, it's the only way I can stop him. I'm sorry. All of you stay here. Nada, please understand. I do. Stop. Tim. I'm sorry, Nada. Where are you going? I've got to stop him. Sam, you... Take care of Pete and Paul. Sam! Hey, where's David? Disable. Okay, this. Tim, thank you. Okay. Depressurization. Damn it. Damn it. Let's get these lights on. You. David, what the hell are you doing here? You had her killed, didn't you? You had Alina killed. Admit it. David, stop where you are right now. Admit it. You had her killed. It was no accident, Tim. Admit it! David Stern, I am your commander. I am in charge. I order you to stand down. Admit it. Last chance, David. Admit what you've done! Okay, David. Elena was a threat to the mission. As was Paul, as was Orlando, as was Jennifer, as was Luke, as was you. <laughs> to think I chose to keep you on my crew, sniveling little shit. Lying here in the mud, crying like some ungrateful whore. To think I had faith in you. Don't make that mistake again. <laughs> admit. Admit it. Fine, David. I admit it. Elena was a threat, just like all the others who stood in my way. In my line of work, you know what we do to threats? Tim, put it down. You do what I'm about to do to you. Don't worry, David. Just a quick little slice across the neck. A bit of pain, then nothing more. Tim. Tim, stop. Say hello to Alina for me. No! David. David. What have you done? For the good of the colony. For the good of the mission. What did you do? Come on, Luke. Batter up. Come on, Luke. Come on, I trained you better than this. Die. Fucking die. You killed Lisa, Luke. It's only fair. It was. An accident! No, I don't think so. Tim, no! Tim, stop it! I'm going to win this. You have no idea how much I've wanted this. Tim! Farewell, Luke. This is it. What the hell? Who the hell is it? Kaya, get back! Sam, Kaya, it's about to get really cold in here. Sam, you're going to destroy the greenhouse. Don't do this. It's the only way to stop him. Sam, you're depressurizing the greenhouse. I know. 
You'll kill us all. I learned from the best, Tim. <laughs> I'm impressed, Sam. I didn't think you had the stones to do it yourself. Get loose! Get loose! Sam! Come on! Sam! It's all over. God damn it, Sam. 
Luke, you okay? Yes. Good. Let's go to the medical bay. You piece of shit, Connor. You piece of shit. Chloe, best give old Pete here a second dose of morphine. First one isn't working so well. Shut your ass, Connor. Oh, good God, what happened? Blankets. Chloe, blankets. Top cupboard above the microscopes. Someone take Tim and secure him next to Connor. You've doomed us all, Sam. You killed us. Shut that piece of shit's mouth already. I'm sorry. What happened? I am so sorry. David's dead. David? He's what? He's gone? Why the fuck is he dead? Yeah. I'm, I'm sorry. We, we didn't get to him fast enough. I'm sorry. How? Tim. He murdered David. He was a threat. No. No, he was not. David. You knew David. You knew he was never a threat. The coal... Put down that scalpel. Come on, Nicole. Do you want to kill me? Slash my throat. That's how I did David. You slashed his throat. Come on. Do it, you goddamn cunt. Nicole, we don't need this. Not come near me, Kaya. This piece of shit's been deserving this for way too long. I swear if you try to stop me. You know David, Tim. You murdered him. Knock off the talking and do it already. You want me to kill you? I'll do it. I'd love to see you do it. Come on, bitch. Do it. No, no, no put, put the scalpel down. Oh, I dare you. Nicole, throat. drop it. Nicole, Nicole. Nicole. Damn it. Damn it. Damn it. Tell her to stop. Nicole. I'm pregnant. Uh, what? Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.